0: Thanks for meeting with me, Caroline, today. I really appreciate you taking the time out to talk to us about change portfolio management. Before we get started, do you want to start with a quick introduction to yourself and your involvement with the Institute?
1: Hi, yes. So um, I'm Caroline Perkins. I've been um, working in the change space for a long, long time. I initially started off um, more years than I can care to remember in the IT space uh, through project management, through portfolio management, into the change um management arena, sort of probably about early, well, 2000, I think it was when we started. And I started my own business then uh, in change management. Um, and then uh, very soon after that, realized that as a fledgling industry or a profession, uh, change managers needed some support. And myself and a few others got together and worked out that actually there was no professional industry around change management, why not start one? So we started the Change Management Institute um, in New South Wales, but now, you know, to our huge relief, there's now global and still going strong. So always been passionate about change and the evolving chain, nature of change management as everything else evolves.
0: Thank you. Caroline, can we start with how you describe change portfolio
1: management? How do you explain it to people? Um. I explain change portfolio management as thinking about change from the perspective of the business, the organization back. So rather than the sum of the project parts, you know, what is it we're trying to get to? How are we enabling that? Let's think about the risks more broadly across the organization about the changes that are coming and how do we enable that building on things rather than lurching from project to project? How can we smooth the journey for... The people receiving the change and actually give them more of a sense of um, certainty around what's coming and how things are going to be managed. So That's what I'm looking at from a portfolio relationship around change management is, is joining all the dots for people and, and helping them through the, pro- through the process more than thinking about it from a project perspective.
0: That's great and I think that's really relevant when you look at not just an organization that has you know, everyday projects going on and, and you know, BAU initiatives and stuff like that. But also when you're starting to look at that real, true organizational transformation, there's so many moving parts. How can CPM benefit an organization that is going through that large-scale organisa- um, transformation piece?
1: Well, I think ideally, if you think about, um, you know, it is a constant journey, you know, changes that constant journey. So, you know, every time you you're you're doing a change or managing a change into a business, you can actually think about, well, what happened what happened before, what's happening next, let's make this a continuous journey. And, you know, like while the bonnet's open from a from a in you know, a car perspective, you know, let's actually tinker with this thing as we go. So we're preparing the way, you know, for, for change more broadly across the organization. So I think from a CPM perspective, it means, you know, really, really connecting. And leveraging the capabilities that we've got, and ultimately even building capability within the business to manage their own change, as as this is coming and as they're getting more familiar with it, you know,
0: absolutely. So there is benefits to those business leaders and the people who are receiving the change from change portfolio management. How does it benefit the people, the change practitioners, the people who are in your change practice?
1: Well, I think oftentimes change management can be, you know, a bit of a lonely. Practice in of itself, and it the, the, there's expertise. If you think about looking at change from a portfolio perspective, there's a lot of expertise that you've got available to you, and you're not reinventing the wheel each time. So there's a learning that 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 um, practitioners can gain from working in a in a practice with each other, but also um, being able to put back and, and teach other people as well. You know, so you're constantly building on it and getting a better you know sort of way to manage change within the organisation. Um, I think if you just, you know, if you just sat as a change manager within a project, just doing what a project manager does, or says to do, then there's limitations to what you can do. But if, but if you think about it more broadly, there's a lot more that you can pull on and build on and, and work towards to actually make sure that you, you yourself are building your own capabilities, but building the capabilities of the organization as you go.
0: I love that. It's that, you know, that concept of the sum of the parts you know put together it makes a lot of sense in this space in particular especially yeah when it comes to that individual's development and and being able to draw on the expertise that's around you i love that so caroline when you're looking at uh change portfolio management and organizational strategy obviously there's a connection to strategy drives the work that change needs to do how can change portfolio management really contribute to that achievement of strategy
1: well, I often find that within strategy, transformational strategy, there's there's an awful lot of work that goes on around the transformation, uh, the strategy from that perspective, and where do we want to go, and how we can get there, and what what good looks like. But then there's often often a missing part around how you design that change so that it works most effectively for an organisation. What comes first? What comes second? You know, what what what's the narrative that sits across the the whole. So I think the change role in this is to help that design element of transformation right up front. So you're actually trying to um, call it embed by design. So you're trying to embed the changes through that design process. So you've got more chance of, of, of landing it effectively as you've as you started to look at all the risks associated with that. Um, so it's more of that sort of continuous journey looking at it as a whole. Um, and I think that to me, that's always going to be my reflection when I talk about portfolio management is you are looking at it as a whole and actually mm-hmm. leveraging, but also pointing out the um, unintended consequences of this plus this plus this on an organization, which is not necessarily just a capacity issue, but it's, it's you know, could could be anything really as, as you start to look into it.
0: Yeah, because from that perspective of this plus this, you know, that, that you started to hint at there is... You've got this plus this from an impacts perspective, from a resourcing perspective, from a workforce planning, training, communication. There's a lot of things that you could start to pull together with that lens of, you know, what does that combined effort look like around all Mm -hmm. those? And then therefore, what do we need to do about it? And, And for me, there's this aspect of if one thing gets creates too much noise. What's at risk if it's around, you know, going live or or impacting it around the same time and making those strategic sequencing conversations happen with leaders so that they can make informed decisions about do they need to delay something? Do they need to pull something forward? Do they need to combine? Um, mm-hmm. And obviously there's this whole benefits connection that sits around that when you start to look at if you're resequencing something, are you delaying benefits realization and what does that do to your you know financial plans and and things like that um on the on the topic of you know that business readiness the benefits realization piece how does cpm help contribute to better management of project-based change and business readiness in general
1: Uh, well business readiness was also sustaining the change i think quite a few people are good now at business readiness you know and, and in fact projects are quite good at business readiness you know they've they're installing something and they get the business ready for it but when the benefit realization concept is looked at you know we know from our stats that very few of them actually realize the benefits oftentimes it's because people are not given the space to do it or they're not given the resources or the coaching or we've misunderstood exactly you know how much it takes to get this this change to stick but i think if you look from a portfolio perspective at the a continuous journey you can actually see that, you know, the next change landing could also be embedding the change before and actually getting you set up for the next change coming if you look if you link them all together. And I think that's the real value for it. It's thinking about um, from a business back, if you think about you know, what they've got to do and how they've got to do it, then managing your change activity. So it's enabling all of that, not just the bit that's in that project to 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 land. You know, so so you you know, you might be going out and, and you know, giving a, a sort of learning here, but it maybe there's a sort of like um coming next type concept that you can give to people. So they're getting ready as you're landing this piece, they're getting ready for the next piece. And it's more of a consistent approach to do it rather than as I was talking about before, lurching from change to change. I think that's the key thing for me is is to get true benefit realization, you've got to think about the business back. And and what it actually is going to take, you know, what are the triggers for change that they've got? You know, can we can we build that into something else? Link it up, and and build more of um, you know, a, a sort of a journey for people as uh, receiving the change rather than you know, bit by bit by bit landing.
0: Yeah, it's like how in training or learning we we refer to that concept of scaffolding. You know, you tell somebody something, you build on it, you build on it, you build it. So if we actually look at Portfolio management as an opportunity to scaffold to get to a longer-term strategic goal. That's a really great way to connect, you know, everything that's in the change portfolio and and help one contribute to the next one and build on. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. When you look at um, change portfolio management and you know strategy and and all of that combined together, obviously there's this risk management element that comes into play here. Can you explain to me how? change portfolio management helps assist with risk management?
1: Well, my personal view is change management is a risk management strategy. So um, ultimately, that's if there are no risks to any of the change that we're landing, then there's no point in having a change manager on board, really. So um, I I look at this sort of when you look um, and and the the risks that you look at when you're looking at a project tend to be on time to budget, scope, benefit realization, that sort of risk sort of piece. Whereas when you actually lift it up to the the group level to the business level, you start thinking about oh reputational risk of of this going wrong. You start thinking about operational risks associated with going this going wrong. You start thinking about yes, there's the benefit risk of not re, re, um, getting the benefits, but also on the other side of that, there's the risk of of really impacting the performance of an organisation through the through the change when something doesn't work or or something like that. So. I think you find that when you when you lift up the conversation around risks, they, they're much bigger risks that you're thinking about, and that does imply, you know, does impact the way that you might manage it. Certainly, from a messaging perspective, you suddenly realise, oh, I've got an an, an external um, communications implication here, as well as an internal one, or I've got external partners that we work with that we need to involve in this conversation. So it, it's a much broader. Com- um, uh, perspective, and particularly the, the longer term that you look, you know, the risks become a little bit broader as well. And you're starting to play in a very different space. And that's when the executives get really interested, because you're actually playing at the sort of level of risk that they're looking at as well and managing um, from that perspective. So it's that's where, the, again, the value add starts becoming for the executive team of the organization, where you can start talking to the sorts of risks that they're thinking about, not just the project risks a lot more valuable to them. Absolutely. Absolutely. Couldn't agree more.
0: Before we close, are there any other thoughts you'd like to share
1: with our participants? I think when you're just thinking about just, you know, portfolio management, the portfolio can be small, it can be large, but the key thing is to think about it from the business back, not from the projects out. And that would be my key. You know, it, it's, a, it's a change portfolio for an organizational change. So so think about it from that perspective rather than as I think we already mentioned the sum of the project parts, you know, you know, what is what in, in adding all this together, what are the aha moments, the insights that you're getting for the organization so they can see where they're going and how best to get there. So I think that would be my key um, lesson learned. That's great. And just a final question
0: that that you just prompted in me is, you know, if you what type of infrastructure would you say somebody needs to have? So infrastructure with an a little eye, I'll say. Um, like What are the basics that, that somebody needs to have in place in order to effectively run a portfolio of change?
1: Well, you have to know what changes are planned. So you need some sort of tool, and it doesn't have to be huge, but you need some sort of Tool to be able to layer all of the change and the implications of that change, so that you can actually roll it up to 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 show to show people this is this is what we've got. So I think that's that's the key the key thing. Now it won't be the be all and end all, and it and it could be just a spreadsheet, or it could be you know literally on 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 a slide or something, but something that shows people the cumulative impact of the change, so that you can have a proper conversation about it at the uh, group level.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much for your time. We really appreciate it.
1: No problem. Great to chat to you.